You're listening to Speaking Llama, a Survivor podcast. Uh, hope you're having a good morning, good afternoon, good night, whatever time of day it is that you're listening. Uh, and if you're Eric, uh, sweet dreams, my friend. Uh, hope you have a great night. Now, this is Alex uh, <laughs> on our pod with Caleb and uh, really got killed with that joke. But Caleb, we are here discussing the latest two episodes of the newest Batman TV show. I mean, we've got the great characters of the Joker, we've got the Dark Knight, we've got Harvey Dent, who then turns into Two-Face, and, and we even have a special biblical appearance by Juicy Judas. I, like, you know, I can't even handle how great this Batman's re- All the references. Uh, I don't know that Judas shows up in any of the old Batman comics, uh, but I, you know, there's probably one somewhere that that happens, uh, where it's like, yeah. Um, I love, first of all, uh, A, I laughed at your opening joke because no one knows who Eric is. Eric, you know who you are. Uh, Appreciate that shout out to him. Uh, But two, uh, the Batman, I want to know, right, who decided, obviously, right, the Joker has been Jordy's uh, nickname for a long time now. But I also want to know, like, who told Josh about the nicknames? uh, And did you did did Joe did Jordy come up with that or did you come up with turning yourself into Toothface? Because if you came up with that yourself, Josh, man, that I you Alex knows that I love a clever joke or comment or phrase, and I love that. So when that preview came up and there's that confessional of Josh saying calling him like, "Well, there's two Joker and Toothface," I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is I." It, it could it's not so be more perfect. It, it, we love know, Josh on this podcast. It's so perfect. I'm a little suspicious of production here, right? I, I, I'm, Maybe. I'm a, I'm a, it's, it's just, well, the, the fact, the fact that Mark uses. Yes, exactly. Batman <laughs> and Harvey Dent. And now they're Which, like, I'm like, oh, what's happening here? Yeah. When Mark said that, he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm the dark knight. We've got Josh who's Harvey Dent. I was like, no, 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 no. Mark, don't say that. Don't say that. You don't want that. <laughs> He's not going yeah, to end why, up being why, a good guy. <laughs> why wouldn't he be Commissioner Gordon? Right, right. Which right, right. I I love the, the timing of it. I think Mark said that after <laughs> Josh. I, that's I, as I think that's probably a, a uh, post flip. But a, the foreshadowing we, is beautiful. Right. Production saying we really need you to say this for yeah. uh, for the future. We'll give you a hundred bucks if you do. <laughs> Uh, that's right. We're, okay, so we're talking about Australian Survivor Week Eight, uh, a, a a massive week. Um, we had the biggest player of the season. Uh, I'll say that go home uh, in episode two. Um, so we'll talk all about that. But first, if you are not following us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts, uh, why not? Why do you hate us? Uh, go do that. Leave us a, a comment. Leave us a rate. Helps other people find us. We would really appreciate it. Also, follow us on Instagram at Speaking Llama. So, Caleb, the 60-second recap. I'll go through the two episodes. Episode one of the week, we had the Perga 3 re-enter from Purgatory. KJ, Shay, and Jordy. Uh, we then have the Survivor Auction, which felt so nice to watch a Survivor Auction not knowing what was going to happen. You know, it's not the same watching just like the best auction moments on YouTube, right? Yeah, I, I well, first of all, I just love Australian Survivor because it does the things that I desperately want US Survivor having 
an advantage hidden in a in a reward at the uh, i may have cried a tear when when kj pulled out it was so good that advantage out out of a reward yes and i want to redact my statement uh, from a few episodes ago of the smoothest idol clue or or advantage clue being jordy and josh or jordy which which, which was not smooth i think it was (laughs) this was so smooth she saw it just immediately slid in her pocket it was perfect so I have here my notes. KJ gets an advantage and Josh gets a baby. Uh, I cried tears watching it, that. I was it, sobbing. <laughs> I I uh, immediately stopped because uh, I was playing it on my on my phone uh, with my with my I was cooking dinner uh, earlier this week, not last night. Alex knows a different story about what happened while cooking last night. Uh, as a spoiler alert or, 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 or warning, be careful with mandolin slicers, people. Might cut some finger off, but uh, I uh, just had this like, oh my gosh, like this is so like this is so perfect. And I I looped my 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 mother and my wife in about what was happening, and they were immediately like, oh, no way, that's so right. And Jeff Probst on U.S. Survivor talks about how much he loves the family like visit, and th- I, and this is why, right? It, yeah. it is that that those. That moment with Josh that we got to share of him finding out that he's gonna he's gonna be a dad while they are going through other it like man it was beautiful beautiful was beautiful well and I, I was thinking of our friend Coleman uh, and his wife Lauren who uh, just announced that they were pregnant a few months ago as well so I was thinking of them I was thinking of Coleman I was watching Josh and it was just I was I mean I was weeping watching it on Sunday morning I mean I'm I'm not. I don't think it's too far a stretch to say that that was the moment of the season so far. Absolutely. Like to story wise, like that, that just the, like, it was great editing, right? We get the phrase about like, yeah, my, my uh, girlfriend has assists on her ovaries and, and then yep. bam, ultrasound. Oh gosh. It was great. And shout out to Shay for shout giving out us that to moment. Shay. Oh out. my gosh. What what a blessing. And so help me, Josh, if you vote out Shay after that, like <laughs> if you vote out Shay until the, before the final six, shame on you. Shame He's got to vote out KJ first. I mean, it's, it's a uh, <laughs> canon at this point. Right. Uh, so following his announcement, he won immunity. Um, I, I love him and hate him at the same time. I love him because his hair is so perfect. I hate him because his hair is so perfect, but I also hate him. I love him because he won, but I hate him because he didn't kick it over like Michelle Fitzgerald did. That's all. Oh, I yeah. I, I, even before were, it started, I was like, as they were kick doing it over, that, kick it over. I was like, over. if I ever get that challenge and I win, it's, it's getting kicked immediately. It's, it's part of the challenge at this point. But yeah. Okay. So he wins immunity. Uh, KJ uses the advantage. Um, and we're going to talk more about this because we, we have to have oh, a whole sure. segment on it. How great she did this. Sam uh, finesses her way to make it through without an idol even present at tribal and Jordan uh, gets the ricocheted bullet and goes home um, next episode. Oh, sorry. Uh, goes home uh, after juicy Judas flips. That's in my notes. We then have uh, the next episode uh, and it is four versus four. And Josh is pissed off. I rewatched the scene of Josh, like, waking up the next morning he said he was gonna sleep on it you know hope he felt better in the morning woke up the next morning and so i was, I was just watching it like a half hour ago uh, on youtube right before we started recording and the music in the background i didn't notice at the time it's like game of thrones music it is dark 
It is intense. And it ends in this confessional of him going, I need to be back in control of this tribe, which is beautiful foreshadowing as well. Uh, we have Josh and Chrissy. They both feel a little threatened and uneasy about maybe two idols from Mark and Sam, the last remaining couple going in to the final eight. Uh, Mark wins immunity, which is a really cool challenge. And they go to tribal. Mark and Sam, again, decide not to bring uh, or not to use idols, realizing that if one of them gets voted out, uh, in this instance, Sam may get voted out because Mark has an idol or Mark has immunity, it's better to have one person with two idols going into the final seven at that point. So uh, Sam falls on her sword, Josh flips and then tells Sam to play her idol. She doesn't. And Sam goes home five to three. Uh, again, the player of the season so far. So Caleb, I, what do you want to talk about first? Do you want to talk about KJ's uh, advantage? I know you love KJ. Do you want to talk about Sam? Do you want to talk about Josh? Like where, where do you want to go? I let's talk about what is most near, most important to me, and in this moment. Uh, but can we just talk about how this whole Purgatory Three screwed me out of points in our fantasy tribes? Because had the order happened like it did, Jordy would have gone home first, oh. then KJ, <laughs> and now instead Jordan goes home first, and, and then, then Sam, Sam. Right? It's so like you, our, our remaining four. They all went home within. <laughs> They did, but you get the official extra point that yep. I should have gotten. I mean, am I glad that KJ is still in the game? Absolutely. Yes. But like, come on. Can amazing. we just start out Sam first and, and then Jordan? <sighs> Absolutely amazing. You, there's no way you're winning this season. We all know that. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see. K, KJ's, KJ's coming. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay. okay. No, I think the only way you can win at this point is if Jordy goes next and KJ wins. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Listen. Yeah, that's going to happen. Easy. Uh, All right, so, okay, Caleb, you love KJ. So let's talk about this uh, advantage that she had. It was oh, as the opportunity gosh. at the final nine to send three people back to camp. We saw a version of this last season in Australian Survivor, the very first tribal council with George, where he could send six of the 12 back to camp, and he included himself in that. KJ did not include herself in that, nor anyone from her alliance, but rather she sent Mark, Josh, and Chrissy back. Caleb, I think we can both agree this was, there are good ways to play this advantage and there are great ways to play this advantage. She played it great. Uh, this was the best way to play this advantage, given the circumstances. I think a, a different story, it could have been that uh, she takes herself out uh, of the equation. But, you know, I think given everything, right, there's a strong six and a strong three with what I love about the purgatory and, and this whole twist this time around is that it discourages this stick to the numbers mentality. And the, re and the reason is, is for, for two, I think we saw in the, the, this last two episodes, First, by the time you get down to the six, you have someone like Dave realizing I I'm not making it much farther after that. So, so now when people come in, I need to make a move. But then two, and I thought was most interesting, right? Both either it was Chrissy or Sam had a con this confessional about how like they spent all this time lying and conniving and deceiving these people to get them out. And now they're coming back into the game. And, and that's that's good survivor strategy, right? You need to make people feel comfortable. 
But when purgatory happens and three people come back in, right now your past come back to haunt you. And if you stick to the six strong or my main alliance strong without trying to make a move, you have what has happened with the purgatory three is they're not going to work with you because you have deceived them. And you, but if you, if like, just think of like, if Marker Sam made a move with KJ later on, but KJ still goes home, right? There isn't this animosity that's there because you were, because you were willing to work with us earlier, but now you've just lied to it. Like you've lied to us this whole time. And so we see that in the second tribal, right? Or not, not, not the second tribal, the first tribal, when Sam tries to come over to KJ, Jordy, uh, and um, Shay, like, do you want to work together? And they're all like, nah, I'm, nope. I'm good. Uh, and so it was, it, it really was a great uh, move. I think really well executed. Her little like comment about, my mother just told me to sit down and, and drink a cup of tea. Um, yeah, like, I, and I'm just so happy that she got the one, that she was the one that got to do it because she has had this narrative of like sitting on the sidelines and yep. uh, not being able to do anything, uh, which she, for the most of her game, she, that's, that has been her game is that she has not been able to make moves. Yes. Uh, and she finally got to do something. My one complaint is that in the next episode, they just give Jordy the credit. The, the editor just... just give, for like, I finally convinced KJ to like, what's George? Jordy, I'm sure you were enticing her to do this, but like that, that was KJ's move. Yes. Way to go, KJ. You found that advantage. You, you executed it perfectly. Yes. We gave credit on this podcast for credits too. Yes. And all credit goes to KJ. for All that. credit. Now, yes, yes, absolutely. I will say, we, we talked about this before coming on. Um, you know, whether or not did the uh, did KJ tell everyone else what was happening? Um, and I, I think that that had to be the case. Uh, first of all, as well, taking Josh out, taking Mark out, and taking uh, Chrissy out were the, were the perfect three people to take out. Uh, because there's always that threat of, like, Sam, of Sam being absolutely paranoid in a yep. tribal and that is exactly what happened right and we see dave use it later on the episode where he takes that paranoia of her going around and like talking to everybody and tells josh yeah she threw jordan under the bus yep. uh Mar dave i i think dave knew what was happening i think they, they wouldn't have made that move without dave you know, like yeah. agreeing to it uh but then you take jordan and i i think right josh obviously had immunity but let's just say, for example, Josh doesn't have immunity. I still think the right play is Jordan. Yep. Because I think Josh is, has demonstrated his strategic savvy enough that he is going to make a move with you later on. And yes. Jordan wouldn't. Yep. Uh, so I, I thought it was the perfect three people to go. Well, and, and we even see that, right? Uh, immediately, as soon as... Jordan's gone. I mean, Josh is pissed off, which, which rightfully so. He didn't even get to see his cousin. They played, what, 20 days together at this point. Didn't yeah. even get to see him go home, say goodbye. But the very next day, he's talking to Chris, and he goes, I think, I think we got to go against Mark and Sam. I, yeah. I, I think we have to. Because it's just like we saw with Jordy. The second the partner goes home, I'm a single now. I'm with the singles. We got to go against the pairs. We got to go. Yeah. It, and, and, and it's like clockwork. And, and 
he's right. I, I mean, we said last week on the podcast, Jordan and Josh are in this position of everyone needs them. And, and I think that came to be true. And, and somehow Josh kind of played this middleman of between the two still, even up through tribal council, which I want to talk about a little later uh, on our episode, but uh, th- that came to be true. I also want to say a lot of our predictions did c- come to be true, right? So like uh, Jordy um, had to, you know, and KJ and Shay had to stay together. Dave needed to flip. Josh and Jordan were going to be the swing votes, which they were. Uh, now, our, our one thing we got wrong, which I think no one was probably thinking of, we said Mark and Sam need to play an idol. What Mark and Sam did, they one-upped us. They were, they were more strategic than you and I, Caleb. They would beat us if we were playing up against them. Oh, maybe. That's not, that's, um, that's not ahead of ourselves. Oh, sorry. They would beat you. Uh, <laughs> Touche. <laughs> they decided, even the first episode, we're not going to play an idol to save one of us. We, we are stronger as a single with two idols than a pair with one idol. Um, especially because that second idol is still kind of, it's not confirmed yet, right? Jordy knows it. Most people at this point assume it to be true, but it's still not out, out in the public just yet. So they decided to leave, leave it back at camp. Uh, I, a quick nod to Mark for his incredible quick thinking of handing off the scarf to Sam, the first tribal council, and they both knew exactly what was happening. Uh, to, to fake out having an idol. Um, whether that saved her or not, we don't know. Uh, probably uh, not. I, I, I do not think, I think they, all of them knew the smart play was to vote out Jordan. Yes, and, but and I, I, th- I think it, it doubled down on the fear that Sam may I, play an idol. And that's why they, they didn't vote for Sam because she could play an idol. Um, and, and we even said, like, Jordy has to try to make a move and say, I will follow my sword if, if they play an idol, I go home. That's exactly what happened. And that's exactly what Jordy did. So, so you know, we're, we're great in our thinking, but, but I think there's that fear of, okay, let's keep Sam and let's try to flush this idol. We're not going to vote for Sam. We're going to vote for Jordy. Her having that. You mean Jordan, not Jordy. Yeah. Sorry, Jordan. I get confused all the time, but uh, her having that scarf, it still just sparked that same fear that they had. Uh, I don't think that was the tipping point, but it can't hurt. I, I don't think there was any fear. And, and, and more, more so too, and this is even more the reason why I don't think they're ever voting for Sam, is they did not split the vote. Hmm. Right, why not? If, if you really want Sam to go point. home and you want to worry about the idol, right? Which I, arguably they probably still should have split the vote and there, there may have not been enough trust in Dave to split the That's, vote. That was my um, thought of, uh, you know, if they split the vote and Dave decides not to flip, yeah, you're gone. Yeah, uh, which like it, which is fair, but I, I still think like they all all four of those people got together. They knew exactly what was happening going into that tribal, um, because I don't think that KJ plays her advantage that time if they're not 100 certain Dave is doing it with them. I do agree because, with that. Yes, because you're safe. It's likely Jordy going home. Yeah. And then what you can do instead is write the next tribal, you pull yourself, Dave and Shay out and you make the two couples fight it over with Chrissy in the middle, which I would have loved to have seen. Oh, that'd like, be just so imagine good. that like moment <laughs> of, of both 
like I, I, I based on what we've seen of uh, Mark and Sam realizing, oh, we're we're screwed. Yeah. Well, and and just imagine Chrissy's face. <laughs> <laughs> Right, that'd be the best part, and I, I think she goes with Josh and Jordan. Yeah, if, I if do too. Happens. Yeah, um, which like so that, if, if they don't have both of their idols, right? Exactly. They're or, or if they had both of their idols, and they like, I think they have to play them potentially both, right? Yeah. Whoo, man, what could have been? Yeah, well, I didn't even think of that situation. I mean, this is all what ifs, but they don't yeah. play either one because they know one of them is going home, and even if they play both of them, now there's zero idols and zero allies. Yeah. So really save it like they're doing now and say, all right, we'll, we'll pick up the pieces because so this, this, the strategy of Mark and Sam, I don't know if we've ever seen this before. We definitely haven't seen it in a blood versus water season of a, a, a pair working together as a team willing to sacrifice oneself for the greater good of the team. Um, uh, a lot of times in blood versus water, we have, a third to half the couples, they never even get to work together. Uh, they go home. But I feel like everyone else, there's this like, we are alliance, like we are an innate alliance. We're not going to vote against each other. We're going to vote as a group of two. But there's not this like shared identity of a survivor game together, like we see with Mark and Sam, where they're seeing themselves as this is one family with two lives out here. And maybe that's different because they are husband and wife. And if one wins, there, there's likely going to be a sharing of that prize compared to maybe a father or daughter, cousins, you know, uncle, niece, something like that, where it may not be as like, we have the same bank account potentially. But uh, I, I, I love this move from them. And we see them say, all right, two idols with one person's better than the two of us here. So let's, uh, let's get voted out. And I think Sam seeing what she's posted online after the episode, seeing her jury villa video, listening to a podcast earlier today, uh, she knew she was going home. Um, and, and she took this stance of I'm sacrificing myself for my family, um, which we've talked about a couple of weeks ago after she made the move against Jesse. I don't think she can win. So yeah. I, I do think it was a great move for her. She even mentioned on a, on a podcast, the Brinker reality podcast based out of Australia, which was, you have to listen to it if, if you're watching this season. It's so good with Sam. Um, she acknowledged, like, people on the jury were really pissed off at me. And we knew that jury was, like, kind of communicating to the people still left in the game, negative things about her uh, and her gameplay, trying to expose those two idols. So she almost needed to be on that jury to clear the air and build those relationships back up in the event that Mark gets to the end. That way they're still not holding it against Mark and Sam for this, which, which I love. I, I think that's a genius plan. Uh, Caleb, my question to you is tell me your thoughts on this idea of not using the idols whatsoever, even when Josh is telling you to, um, and, and give me the rundown of, of what you think of Sam, these two episodes. Yeah. I, you know, I think it's interesting. Um, I, 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 a, I like the idea of, of that, I, I will say, uh, A, I really like the idea of, I, I think having at this point in the game, one person with two idols is more dangerous than having two votes, potentially, right? Uh, I also wonder, and this may get into the, some of the conversation, a different conversation, 
is it, it seems like Josh really wanted to work with Mark and Sam and would have worked with Mark and Sam going forward. He just couldn't work with them with, with that much power. Right. Yeah. And, you know, uh, that question of like, was, what was, what was Josh doing? And, and I think, I think Josh was acknowledging, I can't beat you guys with this much power. So you, you have to be weakened some way either, right. One of you goes home and you're in the rest of our boats or you play an idol that, and, and it gets flushed out of the way. And, 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 and now I, like we saw this earlier in the season with him where he tried to try to get their idol flushed and, and stir up enough paranoia for Sam to play it um, mm-hmm. so that he'd be on more level ground with him. So to that end, I wonder, I wonder if they should have played it only because like, I, regardless if you think Sam can win or not, I do think Josh wanted to work with him. Uh, and and Chrissy, I think would have worked like Josh's plan going in was actually really smart because if he gets that, if he gets them to flush their idol, then they have the four that they wanted for the rest of the season. And so like I, before this podcast, I would have totally, I'm with you saying, yep, absolutely smart play. They should have kept two idols for one person. But now that I'm reflecting on it, I actually think maybe playing one of those idols would have been the smarter move. Yeah. So, you know, Caleb, I texted you this once I watched it and said, I'm really curious to hear your thoughts on Sam's strategy with these idols. Um, Because I had a similar idea, not exactly the same idea that you you, you just shared about Josh, but I was almost thinking of, you know, still that four versus three of if she plays this idol, um, and, and even though it was a five, three, you know, Josh can explain, Hey, like, I, I, I get it. Like I, I voted for you because I, I needed this idol out. We see when Sam goes to jury Villa, she said, yeah, I did have Jess's idols here. Here's exactly what happened. And, and Jordan said, like, I really didn't think you had it. Like I, I genuinely think you didn't have it. So I think we can assume that Josh also thought they only had one idol. Yeah, or maybe right now he still thinks Mark only has one idol. So getting that out. So Mark and Sam can still play that idol at one point, uh, which can be helpful. But what I was thinking is it's really dangerous to keep Jordy in the game. Yeah. Um, for, for Mark, even who's left there. Now, Mark has a very clear path to the final four. Yeah. He just has to win one challenge and he's in the final four. If he plays the idols as he should. Now he could keep them in his pocket and try to test his luck, but I I hope he doesn't. But I think it's really scary knowing now, all right, you have Chrissy and Mark at the very bottom. You have Josh loosely voting with this stronger group of four. And now all of the power has shifted to Jordy. Now, even though Mark has two idols, Jordy, KJ, and Shay have all the power here. Um, and that is a strong group of three who's likely going to get to the end together if something doesn't happen. So that was my thought of like, yeah, but Jordy's still in. Like, and he, he's the biggest threat right now uh, to win next to Mark. So um, that's why it's like them not playing the idol. The downside of that is that Jordy's still in the game. If Sam played the idol, even the first vote, when Jordan went home, Jordy would go home. And I think that would be really good for Sam and Mark. Yeah, I know. And it's like, like I said earlier, like I think 
it seems like, and we can be completely wrong on this, you know, Sam also has talked a lot about, right, that, you know, that, that constant threat of her being there. And we got this narrative of like, every time Jordy's in the game, right, the question of whether or not I have this idol is, is always going to be at play. So I need to get him out. And so she could have still been thinking like, even if I make it farther, right, there's still going to be this question. The trust is already break. Like we even see like Josh say in his voting confessional, like, I hope you don't go home, Sam, but there's just like one too many things that aren't adding up. And so yeah. this is why you're getting voted for. And so, right. Mark has a great, easy, easy opportunity to get to final four. Uh, but the reason I think maybe playing the idol would have been better is because I think there was a solid path for both of them to get the final four. And now they have a 50% shot of one of them being in final three. Whereas now it's Mark still a good chance to get the final three, but it's only a 25% shot of one of them getting there. And so, yeah, I, 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 I love these podcasts sometimes as we talk them out and cause I've changed my mind. I, I think that she should have played the idol. Um, it would have been risky. I, th- this, this move is also risky. And I don't know that there's a, a definitive, we won't know the, what the best move would have been. Um, yeah. But given my trust and like Josh has been pretty solid and pretty loyal. Um, I, I think he actually would have worked with the, both of them going forward if they just didn't have an idol. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to, it's hard to tell that. And, you know, we've heard, uh, information from Sam post game where uh, Jordy was kind of, or not Jordy, Jordan was kind of making some some comments or or some uh, gestures to Josh from the jury about Sam having the two idols, and uh, that can be scary if you're Sam and and so questioning if Josh is going to work with you still. Um, yeah, I, I I hear what you're saying. I I, I agree. I, I'm on the fence. Uh, if I had to go 51 percent to 49 percent. Uh, I, I like the move that they made because it was um, it was innovative. We really haven't seen that before. Um, again, we haven't seen a blood versus water of a pair that's powerful. The other working as a, a collective team. Yeah. So I love seeing that. I, I also think Sam's self-awareness to say, I've played so hard and I know the jury's pissed off at me. Um, let, let's give Mark a clear shot to the end. I, I think that's a great move uh, on her end. And I think it's a fun move uh, to make. So now what, what I'm hoping for, and, and this may get into as we talk about the best moves for everyone, but um, I would love for Mark to win maybe the next um, immunity challenge. That way he knows he's solid. He can play the idols at six and at five, final six, final five, but maybe even win another immunity challenge after that to be able to use his second idol to save Josh or save Chrissy or save someone so that he has a really strong ally in the final four with him. That's what I like to see because I'm worried he can get to the final four, but it's going to be with Shay, KJ and Jordy. And he has to win the final immunity in order to even make it to the end. Yeah. Well, so I, I'm, I'm going to have a minor prediction here and we'll see. I think if, Josh can mend enough with Mark and, and, and Chrissy. I think what we're going to see is Dave flip back. And okay. I actually think that Josh, this was a no lose situation for him yep. because I think he has a good enough relationship 
with Dave that Dave, like Dave doesn't trust those three. Those, the, those other three, but he, he knew he couldn't win against that with that six. And so his, I, his best move is, is probably to flip back. Yeah. Uh, and so like, I, I, it, again, this all depends if like, if Mark plays, it's cool and doesn't come in, like, doesn't, doesn't pull it. I mean, Josh eventually rolls himself back where he's like, I'm going to get out KJ. Like, and like, he's just like heated and everything. Uh, but he makes a smart move in this uh, episode, but yeah, I, I, I also like, I would love to see Mark win two in a row or, or two of the three uh, as well to see him play an idol to not just gain an ally, but to get who he make sure who he wants going home goes home. Yes. Yes. We'll see. Um, because I think that's going to be really fun if he's able to throw out that second idol. Uh, yeah, because I think it's going to shock everybody, um, and it's going to be a fun time. And and well, and how poetic would it be if that second idol is what takes Jordy out of the game? Uh, the joke's on you, Joker. Uh, so which, as a as a pause, and here's a question for you, because you brought this up before. If he plays that second idol, and Josh is in the game, and Christy's in the game, does that? tarnish his alliance with them because now they know he has been really lying to them with sam for a long time if he saves them i don't think it matters okay okay i think it might for a final four type of deal maybe maybe i it they're playing with fire right and and so it's I, i i go back so this uh this podcast brink of reality, right? It's so good. Had that interview with exit interview with Sam today. She said that, you know, it looks like everyone, everyone's suspicious that she has a second idol. Only one person ever directly asked her, do you have Jesse's idol? And that was Shay. And, and Sam said, she knew at that point when Shay asked her, that Shay was never going to work with her because Shay's game was all about loyalty and, and honor and integrity. And she knew she didn't play that type of game. So she knew Shay was never going to work with her again. And so she said, like, do you really think Jesse would put an idol in my bag? And, and just said that. But no one else ever directly asked her. It was all speculation. And people would, would say that thing of like, oh, like, did you see like, you know, and, and she'd make the comment of like, do you really think Jesse would put an idol in my bag, which he didn't do, but no which one I, ever directly asked her, do you have an idol? I, I can't believe that because like, that is such, like, if someone says that, I'd say, answer the question. Yeah. Like, well, it doesn't and, and matter, what what, a it doesn't ago, matter like, what I Michelle, believe. Force her to drop her bag yes. and dump it the second you get back to camp. Yes. But no one did. And, and so it's, it's still the speculation. And, and so, I mean, Mark's playing with fire with uh, having the second idol and seeing what he's going to do with it and how he's going to twist it. But what we've seen with Mark this season is he can socially play really well and he has good relationships with everybody. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with him. Uh, Caleb, the, our, we stumbled in a couple of weeks ago to my favorite news segment that we talk about, and it's what's everyone's best move. Uh, I, yeah. I absolutely love this segment. I think it's so fun. Um, so let's go through, and this time I'm hosting, so you have to answer the questions. Great. Where, where do we, let's start with Mark. 
Uh, I yep. feel like that's the obvious one. What's Mark's best move? Win challenges. Win challenges. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, honestly, like, again, if he can stay cool enough to – it all depends. Like, I – this is me assuming that Josh really does want to work. I do think Dave will flip back over with Josh and Chrissy um, because I, I think that that Jordy is too powerful in this game, too good at this game, too much of a threat to win the game that, right, he is going to need. We'll get to Jordy here in a second. Uh, but uh, I think that, right, he kind of just needs to try to build that foursome again and yeah. say, this is our four, right, let's get to the end together. We, we like let's let's cut the crap uh we we've made our moves power has been lost power has been gained we're all on even footing now let's 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 don't let's make sure those three don't get to the end yes. uh and i think if he does that with his idols and with his um challenge ability he has a really good shot of getting to the final three or final two whatever this season ends up being yeah so uh, i hypo i hypo hypothetical question here uh i can't even talk tonight so should mark play his second idol if he technically doesn't need to let's say he wins two challenges now if he's in a solid alliance and like there's only shay left and you know it's four versus one and they all know she doesn't have an idol like obviously he wouldn't play it yeah. let's say one of his allies chrissy or or josh is the target should he play the second idol to save them or should he keep that second idol a secret? Uh, it depends on who, depends on who's going home who, like, and, and, and instead, right. If, if yeah. it's to get Jordy out, 100% absolutely get him out of there. Uh, arguably if it's to get Shay out at like a final four, I, I don't want her competing in the final challenge. Uh, maybe. Yeah. If it's to get KJ out. No, I, I, don't, I don't think so. Uh, and, and that's not only that's not to say that KJ isn't a serious player or anything, but it's to say that like Jordy is clearly going to win, uh, or not win, but like clearly going to be a big player at the end if he's there. Shay is clearly a challenge beast. KJ it has not demonstrated a clear challenge beast, and so I don't know if the risk of exposing your lie to the because right, it's not just about losing trust if he exposes that continuous lie, it, but it's like a. Hey, that's a big check mark. That's a big feather in your cap that you're going to be able to make in the final tribal. So I can't keep you around because of that. Yes. Um, so I don't think getting, basically I'm saying like getting rid of KJ is not worth the risk of exposing that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and from my perspective, I think what would be best for Mark is to come clean about the second idol in a way that benefits his game rather than letting the jury expose him at final tribal council. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, so you, if, you, if he can use it to gain trust and twist it into something positive. Yeah. That's what he needs. He, I mean, he can also, right. I, you know, not blame Sam, but say like Sam, Sam decided that it was best for her game to not reveal this. And I'm like, what do you want me to do? Is what happened. Right. Right. It is. But like, and like, Right. What what is Chrissy or Dave going to say to or or Josh say to Mark like, oh yes, I wanted you to break your wife's trust and tell us right. So I I, I agree with you. I think there's a way for him to kind of squeeze out a little bit. Now he is pretty aggressive at times to Jordy when like, and so I don't know that you can excuse some of that right yeah. behavior and aggression, but there's a way to excuse like 
at least have a scapegoat of saying, yeah, like I, I'm not going to throw my wife under the bus any day of the week. So if you disagree with that, fine, don't like vote me out, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I, but, but I do have the idol. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, let's go with Chrissy. She voted with Sam and Mark uh, and was on the wrong side of the numbers. What's Chrissy's best move and maybe win. Oh uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna go with it with win um, because like I, I, it's just hard. I think like the only I think the way that Chrissy wins ultimately is being able to argue well enough to say I had zero knowledge of this game coming in, and here's all the things that I did and learned along the way. And I know that we've had uh, some jury member before. I said like, I, this isn't who has grown the most uh, type of. Uh, <laughs> But uh, <laughs> maybe Alex said that. The, uh, oh, that, that was me uh, going off against uh, the season four finalists. He didn't uh, saying this isn't a personality contest of who grew the most. Yes, well, but I do think like like being able to dictate that story, and we've seen that done well in Australian Survivor. Yes. Uh, but obviously, if if Christy is up against Mark, Josh, and Jordy, like it's going to be really hard to make that case. If she is up against KJ or Shay, um, I, I think it's a her name, or I mean, or or Dave for that matter. Yeah. Uh, I, I, any of those, right? And in fact, I'm going to say this is a blanket statement. All four of all four of those probably need to work together. Yes, and and, and get the other the three big boys out. Um, yes. So I, I did, but I don't know if that's really going to be possible. Um, just based off of how loyalties are at this point. So I, I think. If she can find a way to be on the same page with Dave, which I feel like she probably is. Um, And honestly, in the case of a final three, get the other three out, get Mark out and Dave and and Chrissy beat Josh and, and try to get him out. Um, Yeah, I agree. I think it's, she has to be able to own a move. And what I think the most likely move is to quote unquote control Dave and get him to flip back. Um, and if she's sitting there with Dave at the final two, or if it's final three and it's Dave and Shay or Dave and KJ, I think she has a, a fantastic chance to yeah. win at that point. Um, okay. So let's go with, uh, my current favorite, favorite player of the season, uh, Josh, what does Josh need to do to get to the end and win? Yeah. I mean, Josh is in a very strong position, right? It's yeah. going to take, it, it will take Jordy on an immunity run Shay on immunity run with um, an idol or two in play that I think is what might get Josh done in. Um, But I think, right, his best move is probably to bring that four, try to bring that four back together, similar to Mark, and and just go toe-to-toe with people. Um, And or, right, him and Dave, they see, like, Dave seems to be in lockstep with Josh a lot of the time. Um, Them knocking out Jordy and then going to work with the two girls like Shay and KJ to take Mark out and, and kind of basically, basically, I guess what I'm saying is like, he needs to, at least after this next vote, find a pair or a trio and stick with those people uh, to the end. Cause I think he can beat almost anybody um, outside of maybe Jordy, depending on how the jury views Jordy's game. I agree. Yeah, and I, I think Chris is still going to be with him. I think Mark needs Josh at this point. Yep. So I, I think people, Josh has still found himself in a position where everyone needs him. Now, maybe Jordy, KJ, and Shay don't need him, 
Yeah. But I think almost anyone else does. Uh, and, and we see in the preview, Jordy and, and Josh working together, right? Uh, which I love that. I love yeah. it. I love it. Yeah. So, uh, which, and, and maybe, and I, I, that's goes back to say he needs a partner or, or a threesome and that can be Mark or that can be uh, Jordy yeah. again. Yeah. Okay. So uh, what about your favorite player? And I, I'm curious, is it KJ or is it Jordy? Oh, I mean, I love them both. I love KJ because mainly I picked her on my tribe and like I have it like yeah. uh, it's automatic, I mean, like 100% I'm invested in you. I, I picked Jordy for my tribe and I also love Jordy, but like, yeah, I, I love Jordy too. He's, he's a lot of fun. Um, KJ, I, I, again, I don't know that it's possible relational dynamics, but if Shay, Chrissy, Dave, and, um, and KJ can all get on the same page and say, none of us are beating those three. So it's in our best interest to get them out as quickly as possible. Um, then I, I think that's the move for her to make. Otherwise her other move is to kind of do what she has done before of, Hey, let's take a step back. Let's let a couple shots get fired and be that swing vote. Um, but like, I think she needs Chrissy out of the way in order for that swing vote to happen. Um, and so it, it'll kind of just depend, but her best move, I think is trying to get that four together though. I don't know. Uh, or, or uh, I'll say this again. The other move then would be if Dave saves with them and the three of them with Jordy, uh, then get Jordy out of the final four. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, we toyed with the idea and, and, and I'm confident we both agree with this, that Mark, Jordy, and Josh are kind of the front runners to win at this based on the edit, based on the gameplay. Um, I, I personally think probably Chrissy's next in line um, with any combination of the, the, the four remaining. Yeah. But I think KJ's next. I think it the way KJ wins, if it's Shay and David and KJ yeah. in a final three, uh, or, or any combination of that in the final two. Uh, I, I think she has done enough and, and has the potential to keep doing enough to make yeah. a case to win. Uh, yeah. I, I just don't think it's enough to beat Jordy, Josh, or Mark at this point. Right. And which like, hey, we, Australian Survivor, we've seen greater odds uh, topple. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so like, so we, I'm going to say, we're going to say that those are the three. I will say the person I think that any of them could, any of those four could potentially beat just based off of a jury being salty and bitter is Mark. Yes. If like, especially if Mark just gets to the end by winning challenges and playing idols, like he had yes. a great social game, but like if people are just upset at him, it, it may be too much to overcome. Yes. And, and if you have a, if you enjoy watching awkward moments on, on your television screen or, or laptop screen, you should watch Sam's Jury Villa uh, because it is, it's not the most awkward one. If you've ever watched the Abby Maria uh, RC Survivor <laughs> Philippines one, that one's pretty bad. But uh, this comes, this comes second. Uh, they, they give her the silent treatment um, for a while until, until Jordan really lays into her. Now we did have a redemption arc of her and Jesse talking the next day, and I teared up watching it. I'm a sucker for this cast. I freaking love this cast, man. Uh, Sorry, you should have just stopped it. I'm a sucker. Like that's I, I am a sucker. That's <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I agree. I, I it has the potential to be a very bitter jury. I, I I'm hoping I I'm rooting for Mark and Sam. I, I have been all season, but I'm hoping 
with the amount of time Sam has at Jury Villa with the jurors, there's still seven days left in the game, six days left in the game. Um, hopefully that can mend some relationships. Yeah, and just as a, a brief disclaimer, like a bitter jury is not does not mean that someone doesn't deserve to win. It means that you didn't do your job at the beginning of the throughout the game yeah. to convince them that you still deserve their votes, even though you lied to them. Right. And so Great like, point. that is just so we're clear. Cause I think you, someone could hear us say like, well, the only yes. reason Mark that won't win is because of a bitter, bitter jury. Well, that's Mark's fault for creating a jury that was bitter at him. Caleb. Great clarification. Thank you for saying that. Uh, I, I, in this rare instance, value that perspective <laughs> and your opinion. And I appreciate you. Uh-huh. I know. I know. All right. Uh, what about, what about Jordy? Let's go with Jordy. What's yeah, his best jo- move to win the game? I mean, I, I think in some sense, Jordy has, Jordy needs to keep that four together and or, and or work with Josh. Um, he needs to keep that four together with a vote, have the vote for this final seven, and yeah. then probably have a, have either Josh or go to Mark and say, Hey guys, like it's, it's going to be one of us three. Let's make sure it's one of us. Like, don't let the other one have the chance to take a goat uh, yes. and, and, and have a, um, and get those people out. And so I think is, is to keep doing what he's doing, create some chaos, partner up with Josh, have some fun. And honestly, he's just got to win some immunity challenges. Cause I, I do think that people are going to see him as too big of a threat to keep around in the game. Yeah. Uh, Jordy's sticking out at this point as the front runner uh, to, to win. I, I think what's going to be hard for Jordy is, in, in my perspective, his best move is to keep that four together and take Shay and KJ to the final three or yeah. Dave and KJ or Dave and Shay. The issue is <laughs> that's a very logical, a little boring of a gameplay. <laughs> now, boring's not bad gameplay. But J- Jordy has given us nothing that says that he is going to play a, a <laughs> logical and or boring game. He's right. going to create chaos because that's that's what he's been doing literally all season. From the bloodthirsty confessional he got of, I took Sandra out. I'm the Joker. Up until this point, uh, I, so I, <laughs> I'm I'm just I want to know what Jordy's going to do. I guess yeah. that's the question I am going into next week of, what the hell's Jordy going to do, uh, and and why is Josh still in the best spot? Um, I love it. I love it. All right. Le, who do we have left? Dave. Dave. Juicy, juicy Judas. Juicy Judas. Uh, okay, I, I quick, mean, quick, wait, quick disclaimer. I did read on Facebook why he's named Juicy. Now, this isn't confirmed by JLP, but uh, apparently that first tribal council where he almost went home and put the idol and it was like him versus Sam. Sam made a comment of um, it's going to be like a juicy David blindside. And I just like called it out and it didn't mean to, for him to be called juicy. It meant like the blind side's juicy, but uh, the name juicy Dave just stuck. Well, okay. Then that's a little disappointing. Not going to lie. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think for him, it is similar to the other, you know, bottom dwellers, if you want to call it the, the non front runners um, is to get the big dogs out <laughs> Um, I do think going, flipping back over to, I, I think he's going to have to play the flip-flopper the rest of the way. Um, flips back with the, maybe a four strong of, of 
whether, whether that's Josh and Jordy and Chrissy or Josh, Mark, Chrissy, right? Stay with them and then take someone out, flip back over to the other side, take somebody out. Like, right? I, I think that's going to be his best way to get to the end. And then he could paint a narrative at the end of like, hey, after purgatory, I realized that like I, my game needed to change and I was responsible for the everyone going home from then on out. So. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I love the idea of him flipping and I think that's going to be great for him. Yeah. Uh, what about Shay, our last person? What do you, what, what does Shay need to do to win? This yeah, she, she needs to, uh, I think she needs to stick with the Purgatory Alliance um, and beat out Jordy for um, immunity or for, for final immunity. Um, yeah. I, I mean, honestly, it's, it's hard for me. I think you know, her and Dave are the hardest two I can, based off of the edit we have seen, make a case to, for them to win. Um, And and I think that's just because, so now could she have a, a, find an advantage and make a big move between now and the finale? 100%, absolutely. Um, But what, from what I've seen right now, so I guess maybe her best move to win is to find a way to make a move um of some kind whether that's to get Jordy out um or maybe she's the one that galvanizes this bottom four alliance uh who gets out the big dogs right and and to be able to make that case at the end i agree i think it's it's a combination of an immunity run to solidify herself as a challenge piece as well as the blood of Jordy on her hands like I, i think that could be the best thing for her her, at this point, her and KJ have to have a similar path to the end. So it's, it's, but, and like KJ just feels more relationally able yes. to do that. Um, but again, based off of the edit that we currently have seen. Um, because, yeah. I agree. Yep. Okay. Uh, Caleb, let's move into our Outweight Out Playout last awards of the week. The players who have given us the best moments of outwit out play out last who is your outwit player players or moments of the week yeah um socially strategically um i you know i think i i'm trying i'm trying to remember what uh yeah i i think i think i'm gonna give it to dave uh because for for two reasons a i think Right. He knew that he had to make that move against uh, Jordan and Sam. But the way that he then rebuilds trust with Josh afterwards of explaining, like, whether he meant it or not, I think John, I feel like Josh believed him of like, he was not left with any other choice but to go vote out Jordan because Sam was throwing him under the bus. Yeah. And so, um, I, shout out to Dave to, Make, make the move that you, you needed to make in terms of to take some control in the game, but then also salvage a relationship with Josh, uh, theoretically. Caleb, you're sounding like uh, Simon, uh, Simon Me, friend of the podcast. A couple of weeks ago, he was on uh, the RHAP uh, International Wrap-Up, and he was a big uh, Juicy Day fan. So yeah, yeah. you're giving me Simon <laughs> vibes, which is a huge compliment. So um, for me, you know, we, we, we have Heath Ledger, we have Jared Leto, and we have Jordy. 
uh, it's Jordy for me. I think he's playing hard. He's playing fast. Um, and for him to really flip from someone who's voted out of the game and within two episodes back in the game and on top of the majority Alliance is absolutely huge. Now, again, KJ had a big part of that. We don't necessarily know Shay's involvement in that. We don't necessarily know how Dave flipped over or why, but what we do know is, uh, it's the Jordy show now. And it was the Jordy versus Sam show for about three weeks and Sam's home. Uh, she went home. So, and Jordy's left. So he, uh, he outwitted her in that moment and outlasted her, if you will. So uh, yeah. it's Jordy for me. What about, uh, what about outplay advantages, challenges? Outplay. It's clear. It's KJ. She played yep. it perfectly. I mean, I, I don't know of a better way. You can make the argument that she should have hold, held off for one more uh, vote, but I don't, I don't think that helps her long-term, um, knowing that, that Dave was going to do that with her, with them. And so I, I already talked about it in the episode, KJ. Yeah. Same for me. Uh, it, it was a beautiful play. I, I, I was, as, soon as, I, I, <laughs> as soon as she read it, it's like, take your alliance with you. Like, or, yeah. or keep your alliance there. Like, send away three others. Yeah, and I was like, KJ, like, it's so tempting just for safety for one night, but for her to risk safety for one night in order to get further long term in the game, it was beautiful. So for me, it's KJ. I an honorable mention I will say will be to Mark for winning immunity uh, the second episode as well as going into next week with two idols. Uh, yep. That is a powerful outplay game. But this week is all about KJ. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. All right. Outlast. Who you got? Uh, out, Outlast is, is Josh. I mean, he he keeps coming up and and I and more particularly, right? I, I'm that the I'm gonna say a moment, outlast moment is that tribal council when he leans over to Sam and says, You need to play your idol. Trust me. Or or Mark, whoever he leans over to. And you know, I think a lot of people could say, why wouldn't you, you know, tell them going in? Well, I think Sam and Mark have proved chaotic enough that Sam would make, would do something, right? You need to put the pressure on them uh, and then and do damage control afterwards uh, be, to, to explain why you did what you did um, and, and play that risk. And, and it was just, it's, it's really interesting to see a move that, Josh, like it was a win-win situation all the way around, right? Because yep. if Sam plays her idol, he gets an idol out of the game. He retains that four. He he keeps control over the rest of the the game going forward. If Sam doesn't play the idol, he goes away. He still has this connection with uh, Dave that can he can bring over into the four, or now he can go work with Jordan. Like it was just such a uh, really great move for his game going forward, and one to where it's like he has multiple multiple options to pursue regardless of the outcome of that moment and um which was just really cool to see yeah it's uh same for me five weeks in a row it's josh uh, which i i feel so proud five weeks ago i called it he's he's a great outlast player he's still in the best position in the game right like and i think what i appreciate about his game so much up to this point is he has always been a prominent figure in his alliances and in the strategy of the game without being the biggest target. And still going into the final seven, 
he is still not the biggest target. It's well, still going to be Jordy and Mark as some of the biggest targets where he is in the middle here. And I, I agree I, that that phrase win-win was what I was going to say as well for his move. But both options did come with some minor risks that I think we're going to see some fallout with uh, because Sam goes home like she did. Hey, you know he can go back to the group of four. Hey, I voted with you guys. But they all heard him turn to Sam and say, play your idol, play your idol, trust me, trust me. So he has to answer to that. Um, at the same time, if Sam played it, and it even now that she didn't, and to Mark, he has to answer to why he voted out her. And, yeah. and I think there's a logical reason why, but he still has to answer to everybody. So um, I, I'm curious to see how he navigates some of those challenges uh, that, that he is about to enter into next week. Yeah. Now I, now I will say Josh might be in the best position to potentially win the game, but in terms of getting the farthest in the game, I think Mark is actually in the best position um, yeah. only because he has two idols going into the well, final. Caleb, that's outplay. That's not outlast. You, um, Caleb, you always mix up these categories, man. Okay. I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Uh, Caleb. <laughs> He just showed me his cast of his uh, chopped off thumb. Hey, just so we're clear, everyone, everyone, I had a little accident with my mandolin slicer, chopped off a piece of my thumb. We're all good. We're going to get a full recovery. But though I did, I did picture like, you know, Jeff Probst or JLP calling in the medics, like, and then me being like, no, you, you, you get, where's some coals? Let's burn this thing, cauterize it, and let's keep going. That's not what happened, but you know, a guy can drink. Yeah. And if you're one, if you're single and not married and wondering who has mandolin slicers, uh, it was probably on a wedding registry. It was indeed. It was. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, all right. Caleb, uh, any final thoughts as we wrap up this episode, either what you're excited for next week, random jabs at me. I mean, it's, you've been pretty tame tonight. So listen, I, got, I, I lost a piece of myself this week. And so <laughs> Life, <laughs> life is precious. The only, uh, the only ounce in your body that actually cared enough to think of me was in the very top of your thumb. Exactly. And now you've lost and, it. So that's, I, no, that's why life is precious to me now, and so I, I can't make a jab at you so much tonight because I'm missing a piece of my. I would say I'm missing a piece of my heart, but I'm not. It's just a piece of my finger. Okay. Well, uh, what I will say is I will Venmo you $1, not you, Caleb, anyone who's listening to this, I will Venmo you a dollar if you send a direct message giving Caleb a thumbs up. Uh, <laughs> I straight up, <laughs> that, that's, that's honest truth. Yeah. So yeah. All right, cool. Uh, this is a fun episode. This is a, a huge move. I mean, again, congrats to Sam for making an incredible run this season. Uh, I'm a huge fan of her player of the season, at least to this point. So um, really sad to see her go. It was funny because I finally, I thought Caleb, I finally, this week, I was like, I didn't want to give in that Sam was probably going to win because she's been the narrator and like been the prominent character all season since Sandra went home. I was like, I I feel like it's too obvious. Uh, It can't be Sam. It can't be Sam. And then this week I was like, okay, all right, it's Sam's winning this game. And then she survived the first night. 
And I was like, this is it. Like I was right. I knew it. And then I watched the second episode as I was watching it on my phone. I accidentally like fast forwarded uh, to the very end. Uh, and it it yeah. was the preview for next week, but it was just Mark talking. And I was like, well, if it's just Mark talking, Sam probably went home. <laughs> so I, I was nervous all episode and I was, uh, I was right. But anyway, a uh, really fun week. We're excited to see what happens. And we only have one or two more weeks left of Australian Survivor. So um, it's been a good season so far. All right. Uh, again, follow us on Instagram at Speaking Llama to get updates for new episodes, uh, as well as other fun things happening over there. Subscribe and follow us on wherever you listen to your podcast to make sure you never miss an episode. And for now, this is all we have, and we will speak llama to you later.